National Championship game. Madeline Adams will join us later on in the show. She is live in Dallas. We'll touch on that. Last night, Pelicans. Hey. Hey. How about what they did, huh? How about what they did, Coach Willie Green. Very happy. It's a good trip. Um, two games is solid. Three games is good. Four games is great. We'll take good. Three out of four. I absolutely agree. So we will touch on that as well. Coming up on today's show, Rafael Esparza, WrestleMania over the weekend. If you are a wrestling fan, remember now it's two days. Started out with the whole COVID thing. It worked. They can make more money. So stay with it. <laughs> right? 800-998-1003 in the Upper Cervical Family Chiropractic Hotline. As we said, we'll chat a little football with Leo Haggerty as well. His thoughts on the owners' meetings this week. Anything stand out to him on any of that? We'll touch on that at 2.30. Marlon favorite LSU Pro Day. I kind of had a little discussion this week. Well, Sean Bootsy not starting to do a lot of the drills and things of that nature, but anybody, anything else stood out to him that he think uh, any LSU player maybe helped himself? His thoughts on this week over at the owners' meetings, the proposed rule changes are not, and in particular this one, I think a lot of people maybe wanted it to be a rule, but it's essentially what you're seeing now and around the old third and inches, fourth and inches, and everybody's pushing players kind of very rugby-like. And is that cool? Like, should I be part of the game? Should you be allowed to be pushed from the back in order to cross the line to game? Speaking of rugby, Ryan Fitzgerald, general manager of the NOLA Gold, is going to join us. Got a home game tomorrow, bye week, and then a very big game against Atlanta. It's gotten hot as of late, so we'll touch base with him coming up at the bottom of this hour. So all of that is on its way, 800-998-1003. If you'd like to chime into the conversation on the Upper Cervical Family Chiropractic Hotline, don't forget, uh, there as well as Lakeview Massage and Therapy, mention the show, mention my name, you get a hookup, $20 off that first massage over at Lakeview Massage and Therapy by mentioning the sport hangover. So there you go. There's nothing wrong with that, right? Go ahead and try that. Um as we said, we got a lot to kind of get into here, and it will absolutely start with what took place last night. How can it not? Pell's leaving here for at four-game road trip. They did what they had to do against San Antonio and Charlotte. They took care of business, as they like to say here in Louisiana. Uh, and then after they took care of business, there was a daunting road trip. Right? Let's be honest. Two and two, you would have liked. Trailblazers are in tank mode. You figured that would be a win. Can you get one more out of there? Well, the Pelicans wind up going to the Clippers and, and they were there. They were there to play. They were there to play. So they showed up and had a very impressive victory. Get that Portland win. You're now two and zero on the trip, and then we started talking earlier this week. Can we get greedy? Can we get greedy? Because you knew it was going to be a very difficult back to back against Golden State. Look, I never thought that team would be up by twenty, much less seventeen at the half. And we talked about it. Then Draymond went Draymond, and it is what it is. I and I said Wednesday after breathing, taking a walk, you know, just whatever. Was it a learning experience? Can you take what happened, build on it, 
learn from it. And I said the most important thing is do what you need to do. It's beautiful in Denver. Go go look at the mountain peaks. The graph went and looked at Coors Field, caught a high school baseball game. Just let it go, you know. Um, go look at where Coors is made. I mean, there's so many beautiful things in that area. It's gorgeous. Just get away. But you cannot let that game that you let get away affect you in Denver and take a second loss. Still have been happy with two and two, but I'm looking at the standings. I'm looking at what you're doing. Man, if you can get that, steal that win at Denver. I understand against the top team in the West, but you faced them this season, and I think you match up with them well. With Joker playing, you matched up with them well. When he goes and takes a rest on the bench, you, you, you got to take the lead or come back if you're down, but uh, I still think even with him playing, you, you got to take advantage of that. Can you steal that? And then, then to me, Saturday here at home, the first of a four-game homestand, the final homestand of the regular season because there's only five left. I'm like, hey, man, you get Saturday against the Clippers, a team that you just saw Saturday ago. Now, I'm not saying you're going to beat them again by 30, but I think you match up well with them. And if you can have a four-win week, and a five-game losing streak being snapped by Golden State and win three more or two more that week, I kind of think you have the 10th spot at least. Do do I want to be higher? Of course. I, I don't want to be in the 10th. I don't want to be ninth. Quite honestly, I don't want to be 7th or 8th. You, you got to get up. I'd like you to move up. And the main reason is because right now you're taking a look at what your prize would be for getting in. And look, the Western Conference playoff picture is just, it, it, it's going to be tough. I mean, it just, it just is what it is. So your rewards for a lot of things maybe don't look that way. If the season ended today, by the way, the play-ins start April 11th, playoffs start April 15th. The season ended today, Pelicans are seventh in the standings. Okay, seventh in the standings, one game behind Golden State and six. One game, you one game out of six. If it ended today, you're facing Minnesota in the play-in. Now, seven eights better than nine and ten because, as I've called it in the past, is a mulligan. If you lose, you're still alive. You will play the winner of the 9-10 matchup. You lose the 9-10 matchup, your season's over. Right now, it's Lakers and Thunder. Let's say Lakers win. You lose. It's Lakers-Pels. Right? For the 8th seed. I don't know if that's a bad thing. The reason I say that is, right now, it's... Pelicans in Minnesota 7-8. If you win that game, your reward is the second seed, the Memphis Grizzlies. You know me. I, I'm trying to give hope to Chef Scotty and others that have literally broken their ankles in the last two weeks and still can't get past the fact that the oh, this team's not going to... In case you hadn't noticed, the Pels have won a lot more games than lost recently. They've moved up in the standings. They're looking a pretty good spot. They've won pretty good games in impressive fashion, but if you want to keep focusing on them not going to do anything and the season's long, have at it. They're a game out of the spot that we all thought, at least I did, would be a 
reasonable level of expectation coming to the season. They're one game out of it with five to go. I said six seed. Get out of the play-in. That, to me, is a successful season. They're a game out of it. I think, as I've mentioned several times, the early start and successful start to the season, seeing the first place and seeing Zion do what he did, and maybe raised unrealistically what everybody's thoughts were. You're, you're not Milwaukee. Did you see Milwaukee get hammered by 40 points last night? You're not Boston. You're not, and it's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. I'm not, you shouldn't get upset. You want to fire people or trade players. You're not there yet. Take steps. Can't skip them. I've been saying that. It's the NBA. You cannot skip them. And what I mean by that is right now, you're, you're not better than Memphis. I legitimately don't think that. I, would I like them to be? Uh, sure. But they, how they play, the players they have, the size and strength, athleticism, that's that would be a very tough matchup for the Pelicans to try to win four games. They, I just think they're a little bit further along, and they are. They were to play in before you were. Last season they were the second seed. This year they're second seed again. They are further along. But if you lose the seven eight, which again Minnesota's playing excellent basketball right now. Like, that's a tough matchup. I'm just hoping that it doesn't come down to the final game of the season for you to be in the play-in, which is why I think Saturday is so important. I, I don't want that game at Minnesota to determine I'm the 10th seed. I don't think that happens. Big news last night, Julius Randle, Sham Serenia, athletic, saying that Julius Randle's going to be out for some time, at least two weeks, sprained right ankle. Pell's final home game of the regular season, the Knicks, next Friday. So, again, you will take whatever help. No one's apologizing. I don't see Perkins, NBA Today, Brian, <sighs> I'm out of breath, Windhorse, touting the Lakers. Did you see that nonsense? They're winning the finals. I'm just, I, I just summarized it for you. Yesterday was the Lakers are winning the finals. Sports Illustrated, I'll just... I summarized it for you. We're going to move on. Point is, none of the analysts, none of the national talking heads, ain't nobody been like, man, well, you know, and those wins were really good against the Pelicans, but they didn't have Zion. No, no one ever says that, ever, ever. Team's best players played 29 games. So I don't want to hear, right, I don't want to hear Mike Malone complaining. Which is essentially what he did <laughs> last night. Saying, I mean, look, it's not even complaining. It is what it is. He's right. He's right. In that if you don't have Nikola Jokic, it, it's a difference. It is a difference. And you saw that last night. But you have to take advantage of it. And I think you did. Coach uh, Malone, after last night's loss. When Nicole didn't play, 
I mean, we're without a, a really good player. I thought our guys competed, played hard, um, couldn't make a shot. And we had a lot of guys that could not make a shot tonight. Generated some really good looks that happened. We missed 12 free throws. Um, but I felt our guys competed. You know, um, Brandon Ingram got hot, very good player. CJ got hot. Um, but uh, cannot fault our, our lack of effort and fight from our guys, and I'm proud of them for that. There you go. Now, you heard him say it, Brandon Ingram, a triple-double. Second one in the last seven days, 31 points, 10 assists, 11 rebounds. C.J. McCollum had two points at halftime. Two. Finished with 23. So he had a very nice second half. Point of all of this is you got to go take care of your business. You take advantage of whatever advantage is given to you. That's something for those that are still suffering from sprained ankles, from jumping off the Pelicans bandwagon, I want you to pay attention to and focus. These aren't one-point victories. These aren't, you know, by the hair, you chinny-chin-chin. Mind you, you'll take them. At the end of the day, when I pull up the standings, I don't see anything other than a number under W and a number under L. I I don't see a, a third column. That says close win, good win, big win, one because they didn't have their players. None of that literally matters. It's where you are, win, loss, total, and where does that put you in the standings? That's it. Like, that's that's all that matters. And right now, going into tonight's action, the Pelicans are 7th, 39 and 38. T-Wolves, 39 and 38 in 8th. Lakers, 38 and 38 in ninth. The Thunder, 38 and 39 in 10th. The good thing about also getting that win and seeing what's happening in Dallas, and I said this yesterday, you're, it's not, it's not, it's not a lot, but with five games left, you would put two games distance between you and the 11th spot. Again, I want higher than 10th, but 10 gets you in. I want higher than nine, higher than seven or eight. If I can't get six, I'm going to wish for seven and eight because if you lose, you're still alive. Of course, you want six because that means you sit a couple of days and I'll see you in the first round. Now you got to beat the Pelicans four times. And I do think you're going to have to do it with Zion Williamson. If you watched the broadcast yesterday on TNT, they showed, showed him shooting, getting some shots up. I've been trying to tell you. I think it's about getting him conditioned and getting ready to go. I'm, I've been trying to tell Chef Scotty. Well, how can he help? I, he he can help by st- by being on the court. Literally, just simply being on the court. You have to react to it. He's a putback, waiting to happen. He's a point in the paint. He's a free throw attempt. He's a run stopper. They, literally just by stepping on the court. So this team's peaking at the right time. And I do think I say peaking. You got a guy who's delivering triple doubles. And you're starting to see the guy starting to kind of understand what this is. Trey Murphy last night. Look, every game is a must win. I love that. These next four games, zero excuse for that place to not be filled because you can help as a fan. Zero excuse for this team to not take advantage of that home court. You're a game out of six, man. Game out of six. Go win those games. Go get them. Team's playing very well as of late. It's fun to watch. This is fun. Every game feels like a playoff game. And it is. But there you are. You've opened up. It's a two-game, you know, cushion. I'm going to call it a cushion. 
Now, you don't want to have to use that up, much less here at home. Goal here is very simple, the next four-game homestand. Don't make that Minnesota game the game that you have to win to get into the 10th seed. That's your goal. And I think winning tomorrow goes a long, long way. Quick break. We come back. I'll open up the phone lines. The Upper Cervical Family Chiropractic Hotline will hear from head coach Willie Green, CJ McCollum as well. A couple of the highlights coming up bottom of the hour. Ryan Fitzgerald and Ola Gold will quickly check in with them. They got a big game coming up at the Gold Mine on Saturday. Madeline Adams from Fox 8 has been covering the Lady Tigers throughout the NCAA tournament, including tonight in Dallas, the Final Four, LSU. It's going to be taking on Virginia Tech for the right for a spot in the national championship game. They are the first game this evening, just after 6 o'clock, over on ESPN. So we'll check in with her, Marlon, Leo, Raphael's the sports hangover on ESPN New Orleans. It's Ram Truck Month at Southland Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat and Homa. Not only can you get a great deal on a Ram, but you can see their impressive lineup of new commercial trucks and vans. Southland Dodge has the perfect vehicle for your business with Rams. Long-lasting new pickups are their efficient new Ram work vans. Choosing the right one should be easy. Get more for your business with a new Ram trucker van at Southland Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, 6161 West Park Avenue in Homa. Here for you yesterday, today, and tomorrow. Following a natural disaster, it is imperative that insurance companies respond quickly for our communities begin to rebuild. Louisiana law requires prompt adjustment of claims as well as payment following a storm. If your insurance company failed to pay your claim within 30 days following inspection of your property, please call us at AMO Trial Lawyers, 985-446-3333. That's 985-446-3333. You may have an additional claim for recovery. AMO Trowlers. As a leader in the oil and gas industry, Joe's Septic Contractors caters to oil field clients, offering vacuum truck service for offshore tanks, vessels, or treatment plants containing sewage or gray water. Their rental department offers state-of-the-art offshore portable toilets with cages and certified safety slings for easy maneuvering, also holding tank rentals and portable hand-washing stations. Call Joe's Septic Contractors 24-7 in Cutoff, Thibodeau, Fushaw, Abbeville Reserve, and now Odessa, Texas. Visit Joe's Septic at viscom.net. Lakeview Massage and Therapy is a must for recovery, getting rid of pesky pain, or to simply relax. It's part of Upper Cervical Family Chiropractic and Wellness, so this isn't a neon sign place. They have specialists performing work geared specifically to you. Rejuvenate with a 60, 90, or 120 minute session of Himalayan salt stone, injury and recovery, lymphatic detox, pre and postnatal, post mastectomy movement, traditional therapeutic massages, and ashiatsu. I've had that. You want to try it. Trust me. LakeviewMassageandTherapy.com for info where recovery meets relaxation. Oh, big talker, ain't you? A man that likes to talk. Now, back to the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill on ESPN 100.3 FM and ESPN 1003.com. 800-998-1003. You just heard that is the Upper Cervical Family Chiropractic Hotline. Talk about the big Pelicans win. You heard head coach Willie Green start the show. What he thought of the road trip. And it's uh, pretty simple. You had, had a couple of different levels of how good this trip would be, depending on the number of wins. It's a good trip. Um, two games is solid. Three games is good. Four games is great. We'll take good. Three out of four. There you go. No doubt. Look, if you'd have told me on the way out uh, on that West Coast trip, that four-game West Coast trip, that this team was going to be able to win three games out of four, you absolutely would have taken it. I mean, absolutely would have taken it. Also, big win. 
LSU taking on Tennessee in a Thursday, Friday, Saturday series against the Vols last night. And uh, we'll touch a little bit on about that here as well. But I want you to hear from Coach and what the game sounded like yesterday as uh, the Graf and J.D. were having themselves a good old time, especially when, you know, stuff starts playing well. Did you all see, by the way, Willie Green telling Jonas Valanciunas he only gets one more uh, pump fake in the game unless he uh, makes it or not? Bryant on the switch, get it to Jonas, right at the top, fakes the three, drives in on Bryant. He sealed him off. Laid it in off the window and won. That's a beautiful job by Valanchunas. Jonas with the crafty pump fake, which usually does not lead to a drive all the way to the basket, but he gets Thomas Bryant on his left side, gets all the way to the rim, and he's strong enough to hold him off for the layup. <laughs> I love the, uh, the the pump fakes here as well. By the way, congrats to Trey Murphy. Now Jonas again, left block. Spins, hook it up top, Trey, deep straightaway three, and that is good from Littleton, Colorado. Love this Trey Murphy, the catch-and-shoot Trey with little to no room. That's the first made three for either team in this game. It comes at the 10-minute mark of the second quarter. So Trey Murphy, the three-pointers, that the first one that he made gave him 58 for March. That's the... Third, that's the most three-pointers in a month in franchise history, surpassing Baron Davis's 57 back in November of 2003. So, yeah, kind of a big deal that Trey Murphy's starting to find that range and make those buckets there as well. Again, the guy that got it going, though, was B.I. I mean, just an incredible performance by him in the last couple of weeks. Valanchunas left block. Kick it to Ingram. Shot fake. Drives in the lane. Show and go. Finger roll over the front iron and down. And B.I., as I said, mentioned, uh, finished with a triple-double again. 31 points, 11 rebounds, 10 assists is what took place. And as head coach Willie Green says, look, it's it's incredible what he's been able to do and he's been able to just lead the way. And I think one of the things that he's been able to do is kind of take over, right? I mean, here's CJ, what he had to say. Uh, he's in a tremendous groove. I, I told him, I said, for as many games you missed this season, you better turn on down the stretch. And he's doing that and more. He's, he's being aggressive. He's being efficient. He's being effective. He's getting his PD work on off days. And one of the things I've been most impressed bias his his patience his poison his ability to pass and pick and rolls he's finding the weak side he's hitting the, uh the role guy and he's doing everything he can and more for us to win indeed uh cj mccollum also talked about this road trip and the importance of it it's been a very tough road trip we knew uh coming into the the, the latter part of the season that it was going to be a lot of tough opponents uh, teams that are very good on their home course so we have to bring a hard hat get off to a great start and sustain our leads when we get them and uh, i think tonight we did that against golden state we didn't and uh, that's what we got to do. We got to we got to learn. We got to grow, and we got to continue to develop as we head into the playoffs. And I think one of the other aspects of it too, as you hear head coach Willie Green on the win, is the fact that it just it does it just says something about this team being able to to show up and get the victory like they needed to. Uh, Bi is he's playing at a high level. You you know everybody's getting the opportunity to see him uh, display his game, and we're putting the ball in his hands a lot more, allowing him to be a playmaker. He's making great reads, finding his teammates, attacking offensively when he needs to, and he, he's setting the tone for the whole team right now. Yeah, no doubt. And, again, I, I understand Nikola Jokic didn't play. You heard Mike Malone say, hey, what was the difference in the game today? Well, it, it is him. Yeah, no kidding. We 
We've been um, seeing that here on our end in New Orleans since the turn of the calendar year, haven't we? I mean, it, it, again, that's why I keep saying it's sure rotations, players getting hit, and, you know, hot and all that, but not having Brandon come back until the end of January, not having Zion Williamson. I mean, it, it matters. How's to put it? It does. It's a combination. You know, they missed some open looks, but our, our defense was really solid. Um, getting out contesting on their shooters. You know, we, we know that they're missing a huge component to the team in Jokic, but it's important for us, no matter what, no matter who's on the floor, um, with where we are, to come in and execute on both ends of the floor. I thought we did that. Yeah, no doubt. And one of the things, too, that has got to happen and we've been touching on it, and I know it's something that Shabitdu and I talked about. I know Pels fans have been repeatedly saying, and a lot of the callers that call on our show all season, CJ's better off the ball. Um, he's just a better shot maker, catch and shoot, et cetera, et cetera. Look, even he said it yesterday on what's been happening here. No, I just got to get more catch and shoot opportunities to take advantage. I turned down one. Um, earlier in the, in the fourth quarter that ended up getting blocked in the shot clock. So I just got to take advantage of those and continue to, to find spaces on the court and make the game as easy as possible. I'm just glad he got hot. Again, he had two points at halftime, and I was just like, dude. I mean, because you got the sense and feel from the very beginning, right? Look, this team, again, had a nice start. And maybe after that chit-chat in that game against the, the you know, you know, that it is interesting to me that, the first quarter, they talked about it being a target, and they have. In the last couple games, I, I want to say the Pelicans have won the first quarter. I'm trying to think of the last time they didn't win a first quarter. And CJ was asked after the game if part of it was is, it kind of has a little feel to last year. It kind of. And I keep saying it's different because I do think you're going to get number one back at some point. I do. Whereas last year, you weren't going to. And that's this is what you had and. That roster, that's essentially the same, did find a way to get into the postseason. They won those play-ins. They found their roles. Everybody was playing well. But in this case, you are going to get some reinforcements here. Jose and Zion, I think, at some point. Zion probably for Jose. But either way, it, it, it does look like this team kind of is using that experience last year. CG was asked about that. Absolutely. I think it definitely helps us. Uh, we're a lot more experienced, a lot more mature. Obviously, the, the amount of injuries we've had this season has allowed a lot of our young guys to get more minutes and kind of develop and get comfortable in different roles. So understanding what's at stake now, we got to try to protect home court when we go back and do what we can to, to try to get a six seed. And I think one of the things that is going to be important, too, as we keep saying it, it's it's – Trey Murphy, I said at the beginning of the season, I thought it was a difference between them getting a six seed or more and being able to um, take advantage of that. And a lot of it is whether or not he's on fire again. He, most three-pointers made in franchise history in the month of March, like in a month. So it's not just the month of March. It's just ever in a month in franchise history. Coach on Trey. No. He needs to shoot. He needs to shoot even more. No, no. Trey's uh, he's doing fantastic. He's shooting the ball when he's open. We're finding him, and he he's in a great rhythm right now. Another thing, again, as to why I was trying to tell Chef Scotty yesterday, reasons for hope. We even had the graph on. Try to give him reasons for hope. Um, 
this isn't just you're, pay, you're playing bad teams. You're playing teams that aren't playing their players. That's all true. But what you're seeing is Brandon Ingram doing what he's doing, driving, kicking, being the point guard, penetrating, being able to score. You're seeing C.J. McCollum shoot the ball better because he's off the ball. Trey Murphy's becoming the three-point shooter everybody wants him to be. He's growing with the confidence. That's fantastic. But more importantly as well, Jonas Valanciunas, another double-double. 15 points, 12 rebounds, 25 minutes. Look, believe me, I'd like him to play a few more, especially towards the end there. But um you start from the very beginning. I, I keep saying this because I cut the highlights and I look at them. There, there are so many highlights that literally the first or second play or score of the game is Jonas. So this team is making the effort from the get-go to start it. Prime example. First highlight yesterday is Trey Murphy. Second highlight. Brian on the switch. Get it to Jonas. Right at the top. Fakes the three. Drives in on Bryant. He sealed him off. Laid it in off the window and won. That's a beautiful job by Valley. There it is. I mean, it was the second highlight that they cut yesterday. Yesterday. Herb. Left-hand drive. Down the center of the lane. Off the glass. Missed it. Tipped up and in. Clean up an aisle 17 by Jonas Valanciunas, who just picked up his 41st double-double. I mean, again, it's it's not that difficult. If it's working, stick with it. And I love what Willie Jones said here. He's not Willie Jones. Uh Willie Green said about Jonas, again, that... He seems to be the settling, calming factor in the offense when things start to go awry. The other team starts making a three. Some dudes running down the lane and dunking it. Pels commit some turnovers. They're, they're going to the big guy. It's extremely important, and we need to continue to make the big fellow a part of our offense. Um, he settles us down. He's making really good reads from the post. He can score. He can get to the foul line, and it, it allows us – um, offensively, once again, to if a team goes on a run, four or five baskets, we can throw the ball to him and he can settle us down. Yeah, pretty interesting. Because um, I think all that translates. I think that can continue. I think they can play well. Let's see what happens. Clippers. Kings. Grizzlies. That's Tuesday, Wednesday. Knicks. That is your four-game homestand, and you wrap up on Easter Sunday, 2.30 at Minnesota. Tomorrow's big. Can you get that win? When we come back, a couple of wins in a row here for the NOLA Gold. Ryan Fitzgerald, the general manager, will join us to touch on why you should be out to the gold mine tomorrow. It's the Sports Angle from ESPN New Orleans. We all hear the radio ads about the IRS. They tell you to be afraid, to be scared, and they try to frighten you into calling. I'm not here to do that. Tax Relief Advocates is different. TRA is here to tell you that if you owe money to the IRS, whether it's 5000 50000 or 500000 we have a solution. It doesn't matter if you're sitting in your car, at work, or with your kids. No matter where you are, call now. 800-575-6759. Don't lose hope. TRA can eliminate or reduce what you owe to the IRS. There is zero risk to you. If we can't reduce your tax debt, then you pay nothing. Our passion is taxes and helping individuals fix their IRS problems. We have a five-star rating on Google and Yelp and an A-plus with the Better Business Bureau. You don't need to be afraid of the IRS any longer. End your tax nightmare today by visiting us online at TRA.com or call 800-575-6759. That's 800-575-6759. Tax Relief Advocates. Real solutions for real people. 
We are the soldiers of the Louisiana Army National Guard. We are your neighbors. We are your sons and daughters. While we serve part-time, we are learning valuable life and job skills. We are earning money for college, for trade and technical schools, and for certifications. We are proud to serve both our country and our home state. We are your Louisiana Army National Guard. Sponsored by the Louisiana Army National Guard. Aired by the Louisiana Association of Broadcasters and this station. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max want to hear from you. Daryl in North Carolina. Totally disagree with Key. Of course Alabama can claim that Jalen Hurts. Scott in Alabama. I got to disagree with Daryl on the other line. Okay. It's ridiculous to claim Jalen. Lorenzo in Alabama. The last guy was a fake. He must have been a USC fan. Hey, 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 you're not going to attack me on my own show. Get rid of this guy. It's not your show. It's the Paul Feinbaum show. Word up, son. Be a part of Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Weekdays at 6 Eastern on ESPN Radio and on ESPN2. How can we be excited about a show where we just talk? Talk sports. That's how they talk in the major league. Now back to the sports hangover with Gus Kattengau. He's in all the time. We would have loved Jordan the intern. Now the graduate. Now Jordan the work. To go out there and go through a training session, as they call it in rugby, over there at the gold mine. He never took you up on that offer, Mr. Ryan Fitzgerald, GM of the NOLA Gold. How are you this afternoon, man? I'm doing great. How you doing, brother? I'm doing good, man. Uh, your team's doing well. I, I know it started a little bit slow, but as of late, uh, you guys are getting a couple of wins here in a row. Yeah, yeah I got off to uh, you know, a whole uh, big change. Had, you know, 18 new guys uh, coming in. When I say new, new to the roster, not new to rugby, obviously. But uh, it just took a little bit there to gel, kind of find our identity. A um, couple of those first games off, off the shoot there, a couple mistakes in the parity in this league is uh, pretty tough, you know, and they're gonna they're gonna take advantage of that. And uh, got us to a little rocky start, but the boys have uh, found their identity and stuck to it. Uh, they never blinked, you know. They never uh, had any mm-hmm. doubt in that locker room, and uh, we're back up uh, three and three and rolling in second place right now in the East. Yeah, three straight wins. What's been the biggest difference? You think is it is it just what you just said? Of just continuity, getting together, playing more, kind of just getting it on the right track. Yeah, yeah. Just like I said, I think one of the biggest ones is, you know, it's scouting or as a team, any professional sports, especially when you got guys coming in from all around the world. Um, you know, if you're new, you get through training camp, preseason. It's kind of just finding that, you know, finding what clicks, finding your identity, finding what, uh, when adversity strikes in a game or anything, what can you kind of go back to in your bread and butter? Uh, you know, we always had the physicality. Um, and I think we're, you know, just as we showed last week with the physicality and, you know, a 22 phase, you know, defensive stand down by the goal line to win it. Um, you know, I think, uh, I think that's really kind of what we're leaning on, you know, uh, physical, tough, relentless mm-hmm. defense, uh, playing in the right areas, playing smart and just not trying to do too much. I mean, things will open up. We got a lot of, you know, really a ton of, you know, a ton of talent on this roster, a lot of depth, a lot of guys can step up. Our coaching staff does an unbelievable job. And I think it finally just clicked in that week four against New York and, Got New York, got Utah, then went on the road and got D.C., and now we're back home, uh, you know, with uh, one, one more game here before we go on the bye week, and uh, Seattle comes down this Sunday. We were just talking about Trey Murphy with the Pelicans and how his shooting has improved the last couple of weeks and games, and, and he uses the word confidence. And when I hear you say things like the goal line standing, things of that nature, and being able to win close games and late games, much less win on the road, Got to imagine your team's feeling more confident. And how big is confidence when it comes to rugby as well? It's just like any other sport, huh? Oh, it's, yeah, it's massive. I mean, you know, 
Uh, like I said, when you start off kind of like we did 0-3 and, you know, you people kind of look around or ask you, like, what's going on, what's working? And like I said, in that locker room, their confidence always stayed high. They never got too no, never they never get too high, never get too low. They're just a pretty steady Eddie. And once we found that against New York, uh, now the confidence is rolling. Uh, we know the job's not done yet. You know, we know that we got to, um, obviously, we, we still got one more here before we go into the bye week. And uh, But they're, they're professionals. They're, they're very constant on it, like I said. Um, they lean on each other. Um, they believe in each other, and uh, I think we're really excited for this weekend. What are the expectations coming into this season, Ryan? Well, obviously, every single year we try to we're trying to go after the whole thing. You know, we're trying to we're, that's that's why you play it. That's why you go after it is to try to win it. I think we got uh, you know obviously we're, we're you know I know it's a cliche of week to week, but that's honestly in this league right now, especially like I said, parity and players coming in from all across the world, and everything that. But if we can continuously, you know, every single week in and week out getting better, you know, the process, uh, you know, like I said, everybody's doing their due diligence. No one gets complacent. Uh, we have a kind of complacency kills kind of motto around here, you know, uh, coming in every single day with that same attitude, that commitment, that effort. Um, you know, every single week we're just kind of trying to keep on plugging along. You know, not not scoreboard watching, not looking at the rest of the league. A lot of, a lot of time to go. We haven't had our first bye yet, like I said, this week against Seattle. Ten more games to go, and. Uh, we'll see how it all folds out, but obviously week to week. But yeah, we to be you know with all with uh, all honesty, yes, we would you know, want to be want to be right there in Kedem for to win the whole thing. Mr. Ryan Fitzgerald, Nola Gold, general manager, spoken like a true front office guy. You knew where I was going next because I'm looking at the standings <laughs> right now, and I'm like, you know, you start zero three, but you look at it now, and you're second place in the Eastern Conference. So yeah, I can see why you have that confidence. But did you really not look at that like that, or you think it's so early since your season is so long? And as you mentioned, well, you don't have the buy where, you know, you, you, you kind of try to get your guys right. But I, I have to imagine at some point, though, you do look at it and go, hey, look, despite our start, we're, we're second. We can get this conference. Absolutely. Yeah, like I said, I mean, obviously, you know, you're going to see it. You're going to know where everybody else is. You're going to watch the rest of the league. But you try not to, like I said, you try to say that even keel. Because even if we started out 3-0, and um, we, we went to rest it on our laurels. We still, we still know that there's a long season ahead. You're going to have to, try, you know, continue, continually get better. You're going to have some injuries. You're going to have next man up mentality. So, uh, it's too, you know, too early to hit the panic button. And even if you went start off great at three, you know, it's too early to coast, you know? So, um, like I said, I know it's cliche front office coach and GM talk, but, uh, honestly, um, you too much respect in the league for the other teams as well that, uh, you, you have to put it in every day. You really do. You know, obviously, um, I've had a chance to chat with JP, one of your, your top players here, man. It, yeah. His daughter goes to my kid's school, so I, I do get to see them, and I get out the way because I don't want to run into him and make yeah. him angry. But, uh, yeah, no, he, in all he, honesty. He can, he, he can tackle, that's for sure. <laughs> in all honesty, though, man, it, it's great, like, speaking to him. He spoke highly about the team and the camaraderie, and he also talked about the talent here as well. Is that another reason you guys have confidence thinking that, if you guys get it together, you have the pieces in place to maybe make a good run. Yeah, absolutely. I think we have all the talent. We have all the, you know, we have all the, the guys that played a lot of tons of guys that played at a high level, um, you know, all across the world. You, you bring that together, all good guys. Everybody's got each other's back. I think uh, even guys that, you know, uh, guys are contributing all over, you know, even uh, rookies this year in the, you know, draft pick uh, coming right out of college has already started, already contributed. So, and, you know, that, that's really what you're going to lean on. You're going to need that, especially in the dog days of the season right now. What we're in, we're running the gauntlet right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, where you're going to run seven games on the bounce, you know, and then a bye week and four more, and then you know, and then run, run down the stretch there. So you're going to need everybody. Take the whole, take the whole locker room, take the whole staff, the whole front office, takes everybody to win this thing. 
and we're going to need them all. But from talent level, confidence level, uh, commitment level, everybody, uh, you know, everybody's really leaning on each other and really uh, believes in each other. So, uh, you know, it all shakes out. For some folks that maybe haven't gotten out there to the gold mine yet and uh, are planning on it perhaps either tomorrow and obviously in two weeks when some team from Atlanta decides to show up. And you know how this works, right? In New Orleans, anything that has to do with Atlanta in the competitive stat we, uh, state, we're, we're going to go root against, right? So that's yeah. how it works. But who's, who's, had some, some nice starts to, who's had some nice starts to the season, man, for fans that are going to be showing up here over the next couple of games for the first time that to be paying attention to? Uh, some players you're referring to? I'm sorry, guys. That's what you yep, said. Yep, some, some players. Some yeah. Play- Who should yeah, we be some players, that have, some players that have really made some. Like I said, I can obviously go on give a quick scouting report on all of them. But um, Tom Florence has been tremendous for us. Uh, he's been starting at eight man. Um, you know, really brings that you know that physical mentality, hard yards. Just I mean, he's grinder, tough as nails on defense. I think he kind of sets the tone a lot for us uh, defensively and on the attack. Uh, Jordan Jackson Hope has been an unbelievably uh, good addition at wearing number twelve. Just cool, calm, under you know under pressure. Very smart play, rugby player, explosive. You know can turn you know can get north and south very quick and uh, put a lot of pressure on the defense. Jordan Trainer uh, back there at number fifteen at fullback has been tremendous. Sean Perrini uh, came in and um, you know has been locking down right there at number three right there at tight head in our scrum. So those are a handful of guys so far that have come on and just been tremendous. Luke Campbell playing number nine. Um, especially what he does on defensive scrum half and getting everybody lined up, distributing, very, very smart, high, high level, high rugby IQ player. Uh, so I think a lot of those guys are, uh, Cam Dolan as well, our team captain has been tremendous. So a lot of those guys and that knowledge and where they've been. And, uh, like I said, I think a lot of guys in the locker room, you know, right. lean in on that and look at those guys, um, see where their heads are at and their body language. And they're always top notch. So you got the Seawolves on Sunday. I'm going to try to get out there here. I got a birthday party or something of that nature, but it's a two o'clock start. And for for folks to get out there to gold mine, I know we've talked about this before. I don't know anyone that hasn't been out there that hasn't enjoyed themselves. You you, you make it kind of easy, right, <laughs> with, with yeah. beverages, things for the kids, and all that nature. But just kind of a little refresher, man. What what can people expect when they go out there to the gold mine? Yeah, absolutely. It's a, a blast. Seattle's coming in town. They're in first place in the entire league. Still, the only team in the league remaining undefeated. Uh, two o'clock kick. You know, just a fast pace. You know, fun, uh, really fast game. Um, and we've got the tailgate. We got, uh, tailgate out in the parking lot beforehand. Kids are out on the field, uh, playing youth, uh, touch rugby, uh, during pregame warmups. Um, after the game, you can meet the players and meet some of the staff as we, in rugby, as we have a social where both teams come together and have, uh, have dinner together and have a couple drinks. So we'll be down in the party shack after that. Uh, some of the fans can come on down and meet the players. Just a really, really good atmosphere. Nothing better, to, you know, nothing better on a two, two o'clock on a Sunday fun day. Uh, I guess a really good team, you know, so, uh, it'll be a really fun, explosive, hard hitting match and, uh, with some, you know, Sunday fun day alcohol to go with it. <laughs> I love that. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to think too. I, I don't think there's any other sport where you can go have a beverage with a member of the team afterwards. Um, that's very unique and I, I would love that. Who, who would you like to have a beverage with on either the Saints or Pels or anybody else professionally? Who, who would be right after the game you get done? Hey, this one's on me. Let's, who, who would that be? Oh, well, if, uh, with, just what the Saints are referred to. Yeah, sure, anybody. Let's oh, go with uh, right next door to where you're at. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. Uh, I would, I mean, oh man. I'm going Cam Jordan. Cam yeah, the first one say, right, off, right off the bat, right off the bat, Cam Jordan comes to buy. Cam Jordan's already been here before, done a commercial with our Cam Dolan. Cam Jordan would be a <laughs> right. tremendous one to have a beer with. Yeah. Love to have, love to have a beer with my guy Jeff Ireland as well. 
Uh, big, you know, known Jeff uh, back since the senior bowl days. Oh, uh, you know, that would be outstanding. So day. all those guys would be uh, a tremendous one for sure. Um, but yeah, that you know definitely uh, you know Lattimore would be awesome as well. I mean, but uh, definitely have some questions for him about Mike Kevin. <laughs> Uh, love, he'd love to he'd love to hear him and uh, him that's and a good Kevin point. Stories. Yes, I'd want to hear those stories. Yeah, there you go. See now, yeah. there's reasons yeah. behind having these beverages with him. Yeah, it would yeah. be good. Yeah, so we'll go Cam, Cam Jordan, Jeff Ireland, and yeah. uh, Lattimore for sure. Yeah. I like that. There it is. Ryan Fitzgerald, general manager of the Nola Goal. Again, two o'clock is your start time over on Sunday. Then you got a bye week, and then we're gonna have you back on because Atlanta comes to town, and we always have to make sure we get out there. And, and that one's going to be on national television as well. So that's kind of a big one, right? Yeah, that's a big one. That's the game of the week. That'll be on Fox Sports 1, you know, Saturday night, 7 o'clock. We're you know, expected to have a really, really solid crowd. A lot of schools coming. Uh, a lot of groups, uh, packages in, in place on that one. So our front office has been killing it there in the ticket sales and uh, sponsorship sales, getting people up in the suites. Uh, really, really good time on a Saturday night on April 15th. And uh, hopefully, uh, you know, Coming off a, a great, uh, great Seattle win here and a great bye week for the much rested, much needed, much rested bye week for the boys and, uh, get after it, uh, after Easter against, uh, Atlanta on the 15th. Oh, man. Thank you so much for your time. Uh, we will chat again soon. Thanks a lot, brother. Really appreciate it. Yeah, for sure. Mr. Ryan Fitzgerald, GM of the NOLA Gold again, two o'clock that will take on the Seattle Seawolves over at the gold mine on airline. Quick break. We come back. A couple of tidbits going on in the world of the NFL. You know, nationally, Lamar, still an issue and still a, a topic. And obviously, yesterday, Anthony Richardson throws that bomb, does a front flip, cartwheel, all that. What does that mean for his chances in the NFL? Jeremy Fowler has his thoughts when we come back. It's the Sports Hangover on ESPN New Orleans. Wow, it's that time of year again at Craig LeBlanc Toyota in Homa. Great deals like never before. Never before. Shop now for a huge selection of new Toyotas in stock and more arriving daily. Great dealer discounts on all the new and pre-owned Toyotas in stock. Get two years free maintenance too. Just click and save at GregLeBlancToyota.com. But you've got to hurry to take advantage of these great prices. Greg's got the deals as your low price leader. Greg LeBlanc Toyota, 220 South Hollywood Road in Homa. Home Health Services in South LaFouche are vital right now. Look no further than Lady of the Sea Home Health for the sick, the elderly, and the homebound. Our caring staff makes each day a little brighter, a little better. With quality health care and warm, genuine support, you and your loved ones are the most comfortable, content, and independent in your own home. Speak to your physician today about Home Health Services from Lady of the Sea. Call 985-632-6900 for more information. Quality health care locally for you. In honor of all those we've lost to cancer and those still fighting and thriving, like basketball analyst and cancer champion Dick Vitale. I want to beat cancer. I'm going to beat it. That's no doubt in my mind. I'm going to win this battle. Defeating cancer will take all of us. Join our team to help fund game-changing research that saves lives. At the V Foundation, V is for victory over cancer. V is for victory over the odds. V is for victory over health disparities, victory over setbacks, victory over the unknown. V is for victory over giving up. Don't give up. Don't ever give up. Join the V Foundation team and help save lives. Cancer can take away all my physical abilities. It cannot touch my mind, it cannot touch my heart, and it cannot touch my soul. Join our team in the fight against cancer 
at V.org. Man that likes to talk. Now, back to the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill on ESPN 100.3 FM and ESPN 1003.com. Final Four, that's tomorrow. We got the women's Final Four that starts tonight. LSU is the first game and looking forward to that and seeing if they can get into the national championship game. It's pretty amazing. I don't know if you saw... Their hype video is pretty sweet as well. So kind of excited about that here as well. As far as the the men's side, Seth Greenberg, his thoughts on who's going to be cutting down the nets on Monday. This is a Connecticut team that can be offensively, defensively, in the half court, in transition, at the rim, and they've got a terrific bench. Donovan Klingon at 7-2 comes off the bench, and he can dominate the game for the time that he's in the game. So Connecticut is the most complete team. They've got to go out and take a national championship by getting it done on the court, by basically staying true to their habits and their identity. They are the hardest-playing, toughest team in a lot of ways in the country, and I I believe they'll end up cutting down the nets. There you go. How about that? Um, and as mentioned, coming up here in a little bit, the Lady Tigers, 6 p.m., ESPN, 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 plus the works. It's in Dallas, the American Airlines Center. at home of the Dallas Mavericks. LSU is a two-point favorite. Over the one seed Virginia Tech. Virginia Tech 31 and 4. LSU 32 and 2. And I can again, just a tremendous opportunity to get to the, to the natty and, and possibly face South Carolina again. Sort of like we were talking about with the Pels. Um, I mean, South Carolina is just at a different level right now in, in women's basketball. And, and what Don Stan, they haven't lost a game this year. <laughs> they're, they're 36 and 0. Mind you, LSU's 32 and 2. They've only lost twice this season, the Lady Tigers. They're taking on Iowa. That is a late game at 8 o'clock. Caitlin Clark's amazing. And let's see what, if she can bring down South Carolina. I mean, that's how, you know, you look at it. South Carolina's 11 point favorite on that. Another thing that's getting a lot of attention. It got dropped earlier this morning, about five hours ago. You saw this a lot during football season, but uh, the Lady Tigers getting the treatment. The old hype video, right? It's about a minute 15 here. Lil Wayne narrated it. A lot can change in two years. All you have to do is believe. I want you to see those banners behind you right there. Nowhere on there does it say national champion. That's what I came here to do. In two years, you can raise up statues and cut down nets. You can find a new home or return to where it all started. You can respect the past, embrace the future, and piece it together. Come a long way in two years. From watching the dance to leading it. From witnessing history to making it. From March sadness to March madness. After two years of building and two years of battling, after two years of sellouts and two years of sparkles, after two years of dancing and two years of dreaming, the two games away, the one shining moon. Lock can change into a game. All you have to do is believe. Go Tigers. How about that? Um... 
That's awesome, right? And it's true when you think about it, right? A lot can change in two games. When you think about just being two wins away from from winning a championship, I, I always have this discussion when it comes to, obviously, the tournament, NBA finals. You look at World Series. What do you think is the toughest championship to ascertain? And, and especially, you know, I will even throw in, like, the Masters or a, a golf major, a tennis major where it's yourself and you, it's over two weeks, right? Golf is over four days. The tournament is over a couple of weeks. And it, it is remarkable when you think of how many games you have to play well or find a way to win, avoid injury because that can affect you as well. Peak, get past games and and then take advantage of that one moment. And look, you know, it's interesting. I'm sitting there last year, and I don't know if some of y'all got a chance to go to the national championship game here in the Dome, but it's remarkable from my first Final Four that I saw, which was Carmelo Anthony and Syracuse winning here, to um last year, just how much bigger it is and the the – you know, the talk, the pressure, everything that goes along with it too, which was why last year's Final Four was so amazing. The games are so good and the level of play and it's just not easy. It's, it's a, it's just a, it's just different. Like you have to adjust as players and coaches and everything. When you're there and, and you're sitting there, we're sitting, you know, behind one of the, the goals where the media is, but it's, basically in the seat away from the court, close enough that you can sort of see it. But, man, you walk out on that court or next to it before or after or in between games and you get a chance to see the backdrop of how massive that area is. Like, it, it, it takes it takes some getting used to and adjusting for the depth of where the rim is, the, you know, the court's elevated, just everything. It's it just... It's not your normal comfort zone, and that's the thing that amazes me. Like, I'm watching the the hype video. At least it's at American Airlines Arena. It's, you know, a, an NBA arena, so it's bigger, but it still has that arena sort of feel. I've always been amazed at how players adapt in college to, to playing in football stadiums. Right? I mean, football stadiums. I mean, they're playing where the Texans are, you know, tomorrow. It's not it's, – it's not – they not play with the Rockets played at, you know, the Toyota Center. So it, it, it's always uh, amazed me on that. But I, I think that's, uh, I think that's always something for me to, to kind of look at. What, what championship is the harder one and, and to ascertain to get? But I'm excited. I can't wait to see if LSU can do it. As I mentioned, look, you have that inside out game and if, that's effective, then you got a shot. You got a shot to see what happens. So let's see what happens. I do want to play two quick other things at the top of the hour. We'll get back to a little Pelican talk. I want to hear from you Pels fans about where you are just a week ago from when the team left to now. Like, how do you feel? Any, any different? You still have more, you know, faith and confidence? Uh, are you still not in? Eh, you know, whatever. So we'll, we'll do that at the top of the hour. But I want to play this because yesterday, again, Anthony Richardson had his pro day. 
at the end, he throws a bomb, he threw the ball, hit the ceiling, did all these different aspects of it. Jeremy Fowler, does it make a difference now on how people may view him following that pro day? When I talked to like high level scouts yesterday about, Hey, how did he look? They said, well, he's looking like Seattle at five as his floor. Like that's sort of the, the comment. Well, oh, that's the floor that I get. Well, hmm. he wouldn't fall past there. It'd be wow. floor, right? Yeah. So he wouldn't fall past five. That, that's sort of like the thinking going on right now. Is that a slam dunk? No, but like, see, Seattle's a team that others are pointing to as like, wow, that makes a ton of sense because you have Geno Smith in play. You got two first round picks. You can go get a defensive guy with the 20th pick, but at five, you could get, you know, a game changer who's raw and needs time, but you could sit him. Um, so the, like, I keep trying to find reasons why the Anthony Richardson hype train is false when I talk to teams, but everybody I talk to is like, you know, a month ago, it was like, oh, he's no way he's falling out of the top 12. Now it's kind of like, I don't know if he's falling out of the top five. So um, he's going to be somewhere there high, and it, it's it's looming large for sure. Yesterday afternoon, sitting there in the carpool line waiting to get a little way in, and Sean Kelly, former voice of the Green Wave, Pelicans, and now voice of the Gators, also still doing ESPN radio. He did the Pelicans game last night in Denver. He was being asked by the, the afternoon show specifically about Anthony Richardson. And look, he, he did, I wouldn't say he didn't hold back. He was just being very honest. He thinks he has the potential to be very successful and a very good quarterback at the next level in time. He mentioned two to three years. He said it has to be the right situation for him. He did mention Seattle. He said in his mind, having watched him every day, watched his games, he said specifically exactly what Jeremy Fowler just said. He got Geno Smith. He's got a little contract for the next couple of years. He can learn. And, and then he specifically said the footwork, the accuracy, understanding and reading defense. Like he went through a checklist. The thing with Anthony Richardson is they're looking at his athleticism. They're seeing the arm, the size, because that's what Sean Kelly said yesterday. He's like, you walk on the football field first time I saw him, and you're like, whoa, that guy is large. He's Cam Newton. Essentially, um, in terms of like being a physical specimen like that, and it's about maybe refining his game a little bit more. So, I do think if it if it doesn't happen at five or Seattle, where is the best fit? for him afterwards. Now, Dan Orlovsky had this to say. I know that we've had the conversation about Carolina and it's really only focused on Bryce Young and C.J. Stroud. I absolutely think Anthony Richardson is still very much so in play and should be for being the number one pick in this year's NFL draft. I am by no means being disrespectful. Dan, I hope you're right. Again, I'm not being this. I'm not saying he can't develop on that, but you're CJ Stroud's better. Uh, Bryce Young is better. Hey, have at it. <laughs> have, have at it. Go. Because again, the man that called his games and covered him, Sean Kelly, specifically said it's going gonna, it's gonna to take some time. So, with now in three years, if he's Better than any quarterback in the NFC South? Have at it. Let's see. But that's three years at the same time. <laughs> so, by all means, Carolina, feel free. Um, but it is interesting that here's a player, and they're going specifically based on physical 
potential. I guess I would even say, right? Hour one's in the books. Hour two next on ESPN New York.